Yo, what's up? It's Busby. This is episode 30 of the Illogical Sense Podcast. Episode 30. I did 30 of these motherfuckers, man. Can I get a round yes. of applause? Hell yes. yeah. Yes. Yes, 30. Yeah, and I'll be 30 in the next, <laughs> what, 10 months? I was here for like 24 or something like that. Well, I was just here, so. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. JC Nuttett. Cracking everybody. And... Ivana Mama, what up, world? And last this past Sunday was the motherfucking Grammy Awards. Any of y'all watch it? No, but I did. (laughs) Oh, yeah, JC did. I was telling you what happened, and then you got pissed off at me. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even tell you what happened. But you still said it, but you kept it. Oh, yeah, this is hella dope. This is hella. It's like, nigga, shut your ass up. You really wasn't even saying anything. You were just. I just didn't want. I was just finding a reason to be upset. But I'm confused about before we dive into all this. How the hell did you even agree to go in on Super Bowl Sunday and then Grammy Sunday? Let's talk about that off the air. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, the Grammys were last night. And first things first, shout out to Chance the Rapper. Chando. Chance, Chance the, rapper the Rapper won three of the three of his categories for Best New Artist, Best Rap Performance, and Best Rap Album. He, beat out, he beat out Aubrey. Get him. Right? <laughs> Congratulations. That, that wasn't a hard what still he didn't go up against take care no but this thing was views was nominated for best rap album and it was nominated for um album of the year so you would think if it was nominated for album of the year would have won best rap album well see this is the loophole you know what i'm gonna win album of the year because it was just a two-woman race it was 25 versus 11 8 pretty much so that made it clear that it didn't matter what he was gonna do there but i I get what you're saying yeah 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 yeah. of course he wasn't gonna win album of the year i mean come on as soon as every time i saw beyonce and adele just popped up like that's the award that's the category no one else matters no one else matters. No one else matters. Nobody matters. <laughs> so, yeah, but Drake, he he won for best rap song and best rap sung performance for Hotline Bling. Now, when was the last time you heard any rapping on Hotline Bling? I'll wait. I'm just trying to figure out were the song, other songs really that bad that allowed... I forgot what Where songs... were the other songs on it? You don't know. You know what? Let's, I just... Yeah, you can look, look it up. You can look it up while I'm talking. But the main truth to grab that was Adele pretty much had a thriller night. Well, not really thriller. She she was the big winner. She took home five awards. She pretty much had a clean, um, clean street. And she won album of the year. Now, you know all black folks were pissed off about that because Beyonce... Second year in a row. Second year in a row got, you know, shafted. It was the second year in a row. Black folks have been pissed off. Oh, I'm, I thought they meant Beyonce. No, just black folks have been pissed I off. I wasn't really that mad because I knew it was going to fucking happen. I knew Beyonce was going to lose. It's fucking Adele. But the thing was... <laughs> it's fucking Adele. It's fucking Adele. <laughs> but the thing was, is that... A, oh, what, what was the nominee for Best Rap? Uh, all the Way Up, Fat Joe and Remy Ma. What? Famous. Oh, yeah, they Kanye. were. That asshole oh. line definitely had to have kept him out. Mm. Uh, no Problem, Chance the Rapper. Or Ultralight being Kanye. Kanye should have won then, I feel. Mm, of course you thought Kanye should have won. But For Ultralight Beams? Ultralight Beams, yeah. I feel like it was either Ultralight Beam or No Problem. Definitely could have had it. The other two, I can completely but, understand on Hotline Bling. But Hotline Bling, really. But that's, I, I get wait, what you're saying. Trust me. Trust me. Mm-hmm. We have discussed this many a times. I know. Mm-hmm. There's not one rap lyric on there. I, I understand. But I guess what gave him the edge was that Hotline Bling was a better rap song than and they oh, yeah, snubbed them last famous. and they snubbed them yeah, last year. I mean, I can understand that, but I guess no problem in Ultralight Beam. Yeah, those two, yeah. Yeah. But huh. anyway, but the thing that everyone's all mad about is Adele won. And you know who else was mad about it? Adele was mad that she won that <laughs> damn award. She went up there 
and pretty much said, I'm going to let myself finish, but Beyonce had the album of the year. Yep. Straight Basically. up. She pretty much just said that shit. She much. did. And she, like, she was crying. She said, you made my... I can't even do a British accent. Can you do a British accent? I can. Okay, yes. do it. How, 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 she, how I don't even she know what she said, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I she, said, she said something about um, wanting Beyonce to be her mommy. <laughs> and also saying she wanted... To... I don't know. What else did she say? She says, uh, you, you encourage my black friends. Oh, yeah. To go. She did say that. People didn't like that. Some no. people. Some people didn't like that. I'm like, why? No, she was encouraging her fucking friends. That was friends. good. That I was like hella that. dope. I like that. I like everything she she said. And, and it was genuine. It was super genuine. But who? Re- that's what I asked my mom when we were watching. I'm like, who really has the power? You have the highest selling artist in Adele up there, right? And she's praising Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And it was like, do you even really need a Grammy? That's how powerful she is. She has that Oprah power. <laughs> you know, some people just really God don't like Grammys. That. I mean, we were talking about this before the show. New Edition, probably the greatest R&B act of all time when you factor in all their components. Mm-hmm. You factor in all their components. One Grammy nomination. One. That's and, it. And only one member has a Grammy with Bobby Brown. And that's Bobby Brown, and that was for Don't Be Cruel. Shh, ain't that it's like, so, shit. I mean, you know, I, as the older I've gotten, I've just realized, you know, it's nice to have a Grammy, but it's not one of them things where... Unless you're talking specifically for the genre, mm. it, it really don't mean much to me. I mean, like, again, this is the second year I feel like there was a snub. Last no, year, no. To Pimp a Butterfly was snubbed. Yeah, true. This year, Lemonade was snubbed. You know who else got snubbed? Rihanna. Yeah, ultra snubbed. <laughs> I feel like in two categories she got snubbed. No, in all eight categories, she didn't win. She didn't win anything. No, she showed up there and just drank. I mean, there was a gif out there when she saw it. Was like, I think it's time for another shot. And just took another shot. Hold she was up. like, there honestly, was like a gif about that, right? Did yeah, you post that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tweeted, I tweeted a lot during that whole shit. But I think the most, fu- it was just fucked up. I'm like, damn, because I think the last time I seen someone do that, I think it was Kendrick for a Good Kid, Mad City, or when Michael Jackson got nominated for Bad, he showed up and he left empty-handed. So shit, yeah. man. You know, but also during the whole show that we had our performances and shit like that. Fucking, you said Beyonce. You texted me saying Beyonce had a genius performance with her. What she yeah. did and shit. It was it was cool. It was unusual. Well, I, thought, I thought the genius <laughs> portion of it was that they incorporated the holograms. Yeah, like they really kept her from being that mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, That's probably what they're gonna do with Coachella, right? And I I thought it was genius in the sense that they could have easily just had her sit down. Mm-hmm. But she did sit down. But you and know, what I'm she was still standing. She was still moving. Like, yeah, she made it acoustic because at that point everybody was thinking, okay, it's probably gonna go acoustic. Probably gonna focus more on a live band. That kind of thing, whatever. So just Last week, you said Beyonce going to put on the show and be moving, and she wasn't doing all that. Hey, she was moving, it, wasn't she? It made it work. See, she made it work. She knows. Yeah, she I made was, it work. It was, it was a smart idea to then focus on the ballads. Plus, she had no belly right. all show. Right, that's what you think is going to happen in Coachella, right? They're probably going to have yeah. the fucking holograms or some yeah. shit I like, like the that. Li- wasn't it like set up like Last Supper? And she was like... It was some other... But it was all women. Shit. Yeah, all That's women. That's what I got from when I saw it. Because I saw it briefly and it's like a long table. I mean, there wasn't any food on it. But it was like all mm-hmm. women. Right. And then she has like this godlike yeah. thing around her head. Right. She's the queen. I, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was... I thought it was dope. It was dope. From what I, I didn't get to see the but entire think, thing, but... But I think the dopest performance was the Prince tribute with fucking Bruno Mars and... What, 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 what was the other nigga? What's his name? You know who it is. <sighs> Um, Morris, Day is Morris Day in the time. My mom didn't even know that was Morris Day. Like that's more. That don't look like Morris Day. Man, look. Like, you know how long Purple Wave's been out. <laughs> Man, look, I watched the Grammys um, all the way up until let's see, Chance performed before. That. After he performed after. after. Right. So that's why I tuned back in. So 
Beyonce performed, and then Bruno Mars performed my favorite record off the album. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I saw like. that. I saw that. And after that, I went into the living room and I told my mom, "Yell when they do the Prince tribute because I'm not watching this until they do it again." It was just number of performances after that. And so then uh, she yells out, "All right!" And then my <laughs> sisters were in the room with me, and then uh, shout out to Cleo. And then when my other sister, her uh, her cousin, was in there with us, we're watching. And then of course. Me and her are um, are gigging and dancing, and then her cousin's her cousin's only like sixteen. She's like, "Who the hell's this?" And then we we're like laughing. We're like, "Yeah, you don't know, child. You don't know nothing about this." <laughs> then, wow, uh, this is how old we are now. Yeah, shit. And then uh, it was funny because when they panned on to Bruno before you could see his face, yeah, they panned on him, and Cleo was like, "Oh hell no!" Nah. Like she got hell scared, <laughs> like this nigga came back from the grave or something. Like that. She was like, "No, wait, what? Oh hell no!" And then it lit up. She goes. JC, oh my god, I thought this, I thought he really came back or something. I think the best part of that performance when they cut to Stephen Hill from BET and all that, yep. and then when they did the little, uh, the little step they were doing, that was the most blackest shit I saw on television, yeah. man, that shit was uh, he, dope. He did a great job, it was funny for me watching it, mm-hmm. um, because old girl's favorite, uh, R&B singer, pop is, singer, pop singer is Bruno Mars, mm-hmm. so I thought it was funny that. Her favorite singer was doing a tribute and imitating my mom's favorite male artist. Aww. So I laughed hard in that. But he did a great, great, great job in both his performances. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's just crazy to me. Oh, yeah. Weekend was there, too. He performed some Weekend's shit. Weekend's so damn pop now, man. What would you, that's what he wanted. That's what he Is wanted. He? Yes. That's what he wanted from like the when beginning. He came out, he wanted to stay behind closed doors. No, for he time. said in the he said when he when he did this note to his fans that he wanted to be an artist. This is what he wanted. So he got what he wanted. That's wild thinking about wicked games now. You know, I, hey, he's still the same nigga. Don't get it twisted. Is he? Yes. You sure? Well, my mom said he looked hella skinny. I was like, well, that's because he did drugs. Did or does? Or does? Does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so after that we had. Well, I think the one news that broke was Frank Ocean. He went on Tumblr, because if y'all don't know, he pretty much said he was going to boycott the Grammys because he didn't submit his album Blonde or fucking, what was the other one? Endless, Endless. to the Grammy committee because, you know, he thought it was bullshit. So he put a, he pretty much put a long Tumblr post and he pretty much said that he pretty much dissed the show and he said the most bullshit of the all last year was when Taylor Swift beat Kendrick Lamar oh, yeah. for To Pimp a Butterfly. Well, they the producers called him out. And that's what brought this all about. What do you mean the producers called him out? So I'm going to pull it up right now to actually bring up what they said, and it'll make clear sense on why, why he, he said what he said. Quick so, question. Or why are, you look, are you looking it up? Or you, I, you I find, got it. Oh, you got no, it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, like, how do, you, do people get an invitation to the Grammys? Like, you have to get an invite? Uh, how does that work as far as, like... That is a good question. I, a good question. I don't know how they do that stuff, but I know the Academy pretty much do the nominations and they nominate them and if you get nominated of course you're invited right but like how about the rest of the people i think the producers probably ask them if they want to perform or whatever or they probably just show up it's just like you know who you know or whatever because right. it's just, it's just pretty much the oscars for the music industry mm-hmm. so it's pretty much everyone and their peers within the industry giving out awards i'm pretty sure if you're also nominated for album of the year it's pretty much a yeah that's no it's pretty much set you're, stone you're, you're performing or or drake wasn't there and Justin Bieber, and they were both nominated for Album of the Year. Drake was touring, and Justin Bieber was in L.A., and he just said the, the Grammys don't matter. So Because he knew it was a two-woman race. <laughs> Everyone knew that. I wouldn't show up. But anyway, what, what, so, did, what did the producer the say? The show's producer, Ken uh, Ehrlich, and writer David Wilde were on the Rolling Stone podcast. <laughs> and they discussed um, 
when Frank performed Forrest Gump at the 2013 awards. That was in 2013? Yeah. I thought that was 2012. No, because the album came out in the summer of 2012. Oh, that's true. It's always, remember, the Grammys are always mm-hmm. the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I guess not the follow-up. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they said, quote, Frank had a very definite idea of exactly what he wanted to do and how he wanted to do it. Wilde said. Ken said, that's not great TV, and what he's taught all of us is, we're not putting on a radio show. You have to make it a TV moment. And he knew from the start that that was not one of those moments. So then Frank comes back. Truman said, fuck y'all. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Ken and David. As well oh, that's what he meant by that. To make you guys famous or even respond to you. We yeah. all die one day. You're in your oldest fuck. Or in your oldest Yeah, so pretty fuck. much said that they were out of yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah. My 2013 performance at the Grammys was absolute shit. Technical difficulties, blah, blah. Thanks for the reminder. Very much appreciated. Fuck that performance, though. <laughs> you think that's why I kept my work out of the Grammy process this year? Don't you think I would have wanted to play the show to redeem myself if I felt that way? Mm-hmm. In reality, I actually wanted to participate in honoring Prince on the show, but then I figured my best tribute to what that man's legacy would be to continue to be myself out here and to be successful. Winning a TV award doesn't christen. Uh, Damn, he called the Grammy doesn't the TV award. Successful. It took me some time to learn that. I bought all my masters back last year in the prime of my career. That's successful. Blonde sold a million plus without a label. It did? That's successful. I am young, black, gifted, and independent. That's my tribute. I've actually been tuning into CBS around this time of the year for a while to see who gets the top honor. And you know what's really not great TV, guys? 1989 getting Album of the Year over, over to, to Pippa Butterfly. Butterfly. Hands down, one of the most faulty TV moments I've seen. Believe the people. Believe the ones who'd rather watch select performances from your program on YouTube the day after because your show puts them to sleep. Mm. Use the old gramophone to actually listen, bro. I'm one of the best alive. And if you're up for discussion (laughs) about the cultural bias and general nerve damage the show you produce suffers from, then I'm all for it. Have a good night. You bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Frank Ocean pretty much said it. And I was telling y'all this like earlier before we recorded, I went down this whole list that I retweeted. Uh And pretty much... The, the Grammys don't give a fuck about black people. No, they don't. They don't give a fuck about yeah. it. The last, the last black person to win album of the year was Herbie Hancock in 2008. The last hip hop um, album to win album of the year was Speaker Box and The Love Below. Mm-hmm. Well, I, honestly, I feel it's because of The Love Below, exactly. but I digress. Mm-hmm. And then before that, it was The Miseducation. Right. So, there were two hip hop albums, like one, right? Yeah, two and yeah, but it, it it's just it's just crazy. It, that's just crazy. When you go down the list yeah. of all the music, all the black artists that didn't really get their shine, Snoop never won a, a Grammy. Nas never won a Grammy. Hov only got like twenty two. Tupac, Dre, and Snoop all won their Grammys off of Snoop Butterfly. Yeah, but you know, uh, I know. No, I'm not. I'm not discrediting what you're saying. I'm actually adding to that point where yeah, yeah they never won a Grammy. It took. To pimp a butterfly. To even get and Fifty Grammy. Cent only it got nominated like twenty two times, and the only time he ever won a Grammy was for Crack a Bottle, and that was with Eminem. So I'll tell you what, when Eminem ain't winning album of, album of the year in his prime, yeah, the Marshmallow they don't give a fuck about hip hop. Yeah, that Marshmallow LP lost to who did they lose to? Some fucking jazz. It didn't matter. It was bullshit. It really was. But the Grammy, I still feel the Grammys. Everyone said they're not gonna stop. Watch, they're gonna stop watching the Grammys and all this other Nobody's bullshit. Gonna they're gonna stop when their faves are nominated. They're gonna want to see it. So, sure. I mean, I'm still going to watch. We're all going to keep watching. It's the fucking Grammys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this isn't the Oscars where they weren't nominated. You feel you me? Know what I mean? And keep, where they're not nominated. everyone keeps saying, like, when's Future going to get nominated? When? Bruh. <laughs> no, no, no. But if they, I, I heard about this on another <laughs> podcast. Like an, like an idea they, like they have to make an alternative rap 
um, category. You know how they have alternative urban? Yeah. Make an alternative rap so people like Future or Travis Scott or Young Thug and all of them can get nominated. Or Migos or some shit like that. Like alternative right. rap. Alternative rap song, alternative rap album. You know, I heard it on another podcast, but it was, I was like, that's a good idea. They should do that shit. I'm just afraid if you get alternative rap, you're going to have a Young Thug song. <laughs> Mm, well. Nominated for Grammy where he's mumbling half the damn time. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, hey, we could have a non-rap song win for best rap song. Times have changed. No. Yeah. But shout out to Chance the Rapper. <laughs> shout out to Chance and all them. And if we just keep moving, if we talk about alternative rap, we got Migos got themselves in some hot water last week. Migos! Migos, your boys. They pretty much, Rolling Stone did an interview with them. And I think rappers should stop doing interviews with like these right publications because they always end up putting their foot in their mouths. But throughout the interview, they pretty much asked him about, you know, I love McCollin because he came out as gay. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, who was it? Was it Quavo? Yeah, Quavo said, you know, there's nothing wrong with the gays. But he was kind of like, there's nothing wrong with the gays and all that. He just came out talking about trapping and selling Molly doing all that. That's hella whack, bro. And he said the world's all fucked up. So, you know, the gays got mad. <laughs> and yeah. they released a statement. Pretty much saying, you know, they apologize and they love their gay... Well, not love them, but, you know, they got respect for the gay community. But in a nutshell, they just put their foot in their mouth. So, <laughs> you know, these rappers... Need to, some of these rappers need to just stop talking because, because it's the Migos. You really think you're going to get a quality interview from them or a quality article? The article is worldly written, but they just came off as just... Insensitive. Pretty much and ignorant. Oh, Hella see. ignorant to it. I so. think I got where they were trying to come yeah. from. It just it came out the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I think it was all based on the fact that they were trying to say, like, you're saying you're doing one thing and you're being completely opposite of who you are. Yeah. Now, I understand what they're saying where they're trying to make trapping seem like it's completely Just for only for heterosexual people. Yeah. people. Then, yeah, that's clearly not the case. Mm. Um, but I kind of saw they did have a point where he was out there talking about Pop Molly having sex with women, and clearly that's not what he was doing. Right. So I get it from that aspect. It's just, yeah, they... You like you said you can't be doing interviews with right wingers and then not being prepared to answer that question because it, again they just it was just wrong wording. That's it all. definitely comes off wrong, but I get kind of like you know I've never heard of anybody that's gay that's uh, that's trapping. I just haven't. <laughs> Have yeah, you? Cats, man. You ever watch The yeah. Wire? No, I haven't seen The Wire. <laughs> I, know I need to. I know I need to. I know I need Omar. to. Omar, learn about Omar. You gotta man. learn about Omar. That's all. When, if you ever watch it, just... I remember the first scene that popped up with Omar. I was like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, it went straight to him being hood. You was like, yo, don't... I, I remember when my, when my family was watching The Wire. I was like, oh, yeah, he's hella gangster, right? And he was like, yeah. Yo, he's gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's not common. I mean, in Baltimore, <laughs> but, meh. But, they're, you know, they're offending people. And I guess Cardi B might be offending somebody. Yeah, you you heard about this, right? How she fucking I guess her and Offset are together now or some shit. Well, there was a picture of them like holding, holding hands, hands leaving together, but, and but I'm confused because she was just with somebody that's in jail. Tommy. She always talks about him all she the damn time in about every her interview. Boyfriend that's in jail, and that she put books on his. Uh, I mean, she puts what is it? Put stuff on books. the books. Money on the, money money on the, on the books. books yeah. Takes care of them. Writes letters and. She'd be even going off on people that uh, claim to be dating Tommy. Like, oh, bitch, you don't fuck with him, dude. Like, going off. I'm like, he's in jail. Like, <laughs> what? Why is there drama? But so are they really together? I don't know. Like, they they, they probably... They were out seen once. I don't why know. were they holding hands, though? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, come on, that's 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 offset popping right now. I'll say, yeah, man, <laughs> that's, that's for that's a disastrous. I have no idea. Man, that nigga's in jail. So can you imagine? No, being... she, her, just she's crazy as fuck. I, I don't think she's that crazy. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop though. But, New York one. I think she has. No, I never even watched it either. I never watched. I just, just know by her music, gangsta. I have a feeling that Nikki. I still have this feeling that Nikki's gonna diss her. She's a rapper. Yeah. That's what she does. She's, like, think, she was a stripper. She was a stripper in New York. Um, I think it's Sims or whatever. And then she just started rapping. She had a mixtape. Now she has a volume two. Um, she was even on The Real, mm -hmm. of all places. Like, she's... And she's on... She actually has an article um, on Vogue. Really? Like, how the fuck did you get on Vogue? Because if you see her, she's ratchet, she's loud, she's crazy. Well, she can clean herself up, though. She, no, she can. She's No, she's she can. But she's crazy as fuck. Mm, catch me outside. She's, she's a lot. She's a lot. She's a lot. But. I mean, she's just trying not to offend the dude. <laughs> trying not to offend her uh -huh. boy. That is some offensive shit, though. You're going to fucking go out with some other rapper? Can you imagine him being in jail and seeing the picture of your old lady holding hands with another nigga? Right. Shit. But speaking of offending people, George Lopez was offending people last week. Fucking, yeah. If you, okay, word of advice. If you ever go to a stand up show, stand up comedy show, never, never hecker the comedian because he will embarrass you. So this white chick. That or just don't go into comedy shows trying like, to become the show. That, and then you can't be offended by things. Like race is like, racism is like the butt of like people's jokes. Mm -hmm. It's like it, you're there to laugh at it, not really be offended but by it. to the people that missed it pretty much george lopez told a little joke about black men dating latinos or whatever latinas or whatever and then i guess a white lady got up and flipped him off you saw on the video she got up and just flipped him off and then he just got pissed off and pretty much just cussed her out get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here matter of fact i'll make the decision for you get the fuck out of here he was doing too much but he said basically what he had said was uh latin or mexican have mexican girls have like two rules or whatever one of them is uh Fucking don't park in the driveway. And the second one is don't never. date a black guy. Never date a black guy or whatever. Which is, it's true. That is true. Like Mexican, Never date a black guy? Mexican parents, like straight Mexican, like from Mexico that come over here. They do not want you. They want you to stick within your, your race. Well, single demand is going to be popping. They want you to, they oh, want you to be honest, It's not that they have anything against black people or their races. They just want you to keep. Making Mexican babies or Latin babies, and for the for the for the most part. Hmm. Well, but anyways, um, yeah, the way social media got pissed off, and they were pretty much because he that, was rude. He was rude as fuck. He well, really shit, rude. the motherfucker flipped her off. <laughs> the bitch flipped her off. It was a black off. lady. It was a white lady. It was a black lady. <laughs> what? It was a black lady. Oh, it was a black lady. I thought she yeah. was white. Anyways, it so it makes sense for a white lady to do that. Well, it wouldn't make sense. He's saying, "Yeah, my parents too." It wouldn't make sense no. for Adele to praise Beyonce after winning that. No, I definitely no that makes sense. She, like she, she explained it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, but the lady did an interview and she comes out. Oh lord! No, no, no! An interview? Yes, yeah, she did an interview. She talked. <laughs> listen, and pretty much she said that everyone should leave Joe's Lopez alone. She wasn't offended by it. She said she flipped him off on like a ha ha shit. She knew what she was doing. And oh. she said that social media, everyone should just leave him alone and just take the jokes. That's pretty much all it was. Just huh. take the jokes. George Lopez really isn't that funny to me anyways. 
Well, not anymore. Because those he's, like, he's still kind of funny. He was, he was, he was First funny. Two seasons of his show was cool. After that, it's like I watch his stand up more than his um, his show is you know sitcoms he's or whatever. Yeah, but people just getting all offended and shit like that. And it was kind of nice because she was still like loyal to him even as a fan. Like even though you kicked me out and cussed me out, I'm still loyal to you. Of course, she's looking for a payday. No, she look, if she would have looked for a payday, she would have started suing his ass. Nah, she's looking for one of them, uh, looking for one of them, oh, thank you for doing that, I'm so sorry, matter of fact, here's two tickets for the next Right, show. right, True. right. True, but Joe's Obed ain't doing that. But, you know, if we go to sports, fucking Charles Oakley's ass Charles has beef Oakley. with the Knicks and MSG. Man. So that shit was live to national television when it happened. <laughs> I bet that I bet you that bet you you wanted to tweet about that, but you I didn't did tweet about it. Oh, you did? I didn't go on social media hiatus until the next day. Oh, because I was waiting. I had there were like five birthdays I had to get out the way that day, and then when I woke up, I was like, "All right, cool, we're done." Hmm. Man, <laughs> that shit actually stopped the game. They actually stopped the game because of the incident that happened in the stands. Mm-hmm. That's how wild it was. I saw the video, but I wanted to know what instigated him to choke somebody out. Wasn't he banned from MSG or some shit? So this is how it goes. Him and James Dolan, the Knicks owner, have a really, really bad, real shaky, rocky relationship. Okay. And to the point where they did a 70-year appreciation reunion of like pretty much all the big-time Knicks players. Mm -hmm. And he left Charles Oakley out. Oh. And Charles Oakley was one of the top three guys with Patrick Ewing and either Anthony Mason or uh, John Starks, depending on who you want to go that route, mm. during the 90s era. Mm-hmm. So he, was, well, he wasn't just some random guy. Like He was a focal point on that team. And Oak has been very critical of Dolan, even in interviews threatening to say, you know what, we could even just handle it. Let's, let me just throw him into a room, put security in front of the door, and let me just... Rock him out for a few minutes, and then mm-hmm. we'll be all settled and done. So, what Dolan is claiming is that Oakley came into the arena abrasive mm-hmm. and just wanted to start trouble from the get go. Mm-hmm. Got in his seat, and he was yelling at Dolan, and then that's when Dolan called the security, mm-hmm. and it was rambunctious. What Oakley is saying is the complete opposite. Say, of course. He's saying, I came in, I bought the ticket off of a fr- either he bought it or a friend gave it to him. I didn't know James Dolan was going to be sitting there. I sat down. Actually went to the bathroom before I sat down. I noticed security was peeping at me. Mm-hmm. Went to my seat. Wasn't even there for four minutes. Security comes up to me and says, we need to have a discussion with you. And he goes, for what? I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And so then that's when they said, oh, we're here on a request. And he, he's pretty much saying, well, kiss my ass. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then when more security came up, that's when he got... Yeah, like the excitement you, came yeah. out. That's when he pushed old boy and, and shit. And he tried to grab him and he pushed him. And dude would try to step into him again and then he choked him for a second. Right. <laughs> and I saw that shit. Like, oh, One shit. of the greatest memes that got dropped that night was when your when your most uh when your team's enforcer hasn't played for you in thirteen years and still finds a way to get ejected from the game. <laughs> Shit, man. Like, damn. It was so. I mean, the Knicks were already going through bad publicity because of the Phil Jackson mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Then you throw this on top of it, and then there's a former um, employee who was high up in the ranks, and Dolan just bashed him and, like, fired, fired him. Years him. Ago. His son came out on Twitter and said, I just got done talking with my dad. He's already in talks with uh, the police department trying to get Oak's uh, bail set up and get him out. Mm. Like there's a lot of people that ride for Oak, and a lot of the players. Wow. LeBron rode for him. LeBron rode Wade. Him, said mood and put up a picture of Oak. 
Dwayne Wade. I don't know if he was did, being I serious or trolling. Uh, oh, yeah, or if he was doing a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his post, Chris Paul weighed in. Like some, oh, These good. are the big People heavyweights are, like, of the league. Pretty now. much they all respect him. Right, yeah. no, no. Charles Oakley is one of the most respected guys from that 90s era. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this just makes the Knicks look horrible. Really? Yeah. Well, the Knicks are already having a bad season as it is, so. A bad one. They've been having been them. Having them. It's kind of funny when I go on Twitter and I just see all, all my Knicks fans and they just have this hope. <laughs> they just have hope every time they play. I don't understand why. Well, because they're fans, you know? And then they I'm just. I'm a Lakers fan. I know that we. Have I know you have, you, you have common sense. They be tweeting like they're going to do something and then reality hits and then they're womp, womp, womp. It's kind of funny to see. Yeah. I don't even watch the games, but it's just funny. <laughs> But it's kind of cool that some of these players have, like, some of these players do have loyalty oh, and, the, what's his name? Definitely. Oakley and shit, but. Yeah, he, uh, he did get, he didn't get banned for life. He got banned for the present time up until however long that's going to take. And then, coincidentally enough, the security, the assistant lead security or whoever that said we're here on, um, orders, uh-huh. Dolan then fired him. Hmm. What? And then he's trying to distance himself, saying, I had no part to that. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, when they were playing the Spurs, coincidentally, he has Latrell Sprewell and Larry Johnson sitting next to him, two of the players who went to the finals against the Spurs in the 90s. So it's all too convenient yeah. trying to do a good publicity stunt after mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah, well, it's cool. Like I said, it's cool. Great oak, man. Whatever. <laughs> it's cool that lo- there's still some loyalty within basketball and shit like that. But speaking of loyalty, Jim Jones signed the Rock Nation. Ballin'. Ballin'. That's Keller ran after the whole beef with him and Hove and shit like that. He signed the Rock Nation and pretty much set hip hop community, you know, and not in a frenzy, but pretty much started a conversation after his interview with Flex on Hot 97. I think what happened was and there was a uprising from what I heard about it. There was an uprising on social media before the Flex interview. Oh, yeah, there was. Like there people were calling him a bitch. And... Yeah, 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 there was. But it was just like not just that, but him and Cam had have been having beef for like a minute. Oh, yeah, that's... For a minute now, but he was pretty much talking to Flex, and he pretty much he got he got really emotional and started crying because he showed how loyal he was. He was talking about how loyal he was to Dipset and all this other shit, and he pretty much revealed that you know he was very loyal to Cam, but Cam never returned he went it. Back all the way to when they were thirteen, huh? He went back to all the way when they were thirteen. Yeah, that's why like, it fucks me up to for him to be like, oh, Jim's an actor. Didn't, didn't that I didn't watch said? the whole IG live. Did you watch the whole IG live? You didn't no, watch it because we have no, lives. I didn't watch it. But... I didn't watch. I saw clips, but I was like, you know, I'm gonna get the spark notes. No but you know when I filled the spark notes, so what? It's pretty much he said. Well, from what you saw or what you read, Cam went on. And again, I'm, I'm off social media, so even but even if I did have social media, I wasn't gonna sit. I wasn't gonna sit and watch that shit. Damn live stream. So Cam came on, well, to rewind back on what Jim was saying that led to this, Jim had basically said that, you know, I rode for cats when Dipset wasn't Dipset, mm-hmm. and we was just starting up, you know, when everybody was getting kicked out of college, and he said, you know, when Mace and Cam both got kicked out of school, mm-hmm. you know, his place was where they laid their heads at, mm-hmm. and then, you know, when Mace went to Atlanta to go get the bad boy deal, and he came back, and then when... Cam went and performed in front of Biggie, and Biggie said he was going to sign them. And then Biggie died, and they went to the parade, and they saw Biggie's um, partner, um, Lance um, Un Rivera. Mm-hmm. And they told him about it, and Lance was like, Yeah, come to the office. We got to get that deal done right away. He's like, I'll stay with him. Yeah. <laughs> or Cats were staying with him. And it's, he said, When it got to the point where, you know, Ballin starts picking up, you know, he's like, I felt like people started getting jealous, like they didn't want to see me in that role. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So then Cam comes back, responds and says, you know, contrary to belief, I'm actually proud of him for signing with Rock Nation. Like, it's a good look. Props to him and Rock Nation. And laughingly, he said, this didn't start. That was a sneak. Right. It wasn't. And laughingly, he said, this isn't a result of what happened. He goes, this is simply because I was making fun of him. Because at the time when he first started dating Chrissy, mm-hmm. two weeks into their the, the dating, he's buying her shoes and purses and all that. And he's like, so I said he was tricking. Like, I was making oh, yeah. fun of him. Mm-hmm. And then he said he even made uh, Tricky Ricky uh, t-shirts. t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fucked up. On the front. And then they put the names of all the niggas in jail on the back. Because he's, according to him, he says Jim stopped shouting guys out. He wasn't looking out for them. And he's like, you know, I was the one that did it. So I put their names on the back. Man, and this shit could have just been squashed with just a it, phone it keeps, call. It keeps going because it actually gets worse than what else he says. Uh, does it matter? This it, does, just... it does. It does. Because yeah. this is actually far worse than... Mm. I laughed at the tricky Ricky stuff because I'm like, yeah, that's a joke. Like, I could see it. You take it out of line. And then he's like, you know, Jim's an emotional guy. Yeah. Which I, I could see if you're dishing up that kind of loyalty and it's, mm. you only get so much of it back. I can definitely see that. Mm. I drew the line at the end when he said, you know, one thing that, you know, he wants to complain about me taking his money. You know, let's talk about Max being stacked bundles Mm-mm. and the fact that he was only focused on getting them features that pushing their careers. He's like, so maybe if he pushed their careers, Max wouldn't be in jail and stack wouldn't be dead. Man, see that type of shit. Dog. Damn. Yeah. He, that, I it could have been a phone call. This shit, they known each other since they were kids and shit. These rappers, man, they, all they need to do is just, instead of going on Instagram, going doing interviews, doing sub shots on Twitter and all this other shit, just call each other. Y'all got each other's number? I feel like people, there's so many rappers who have a persona that you don't realize that certain ones are exactly that way. If you look at Cameron's career and actually listen to what he says in his lyrics, he's the exact same way outside the studio. That's how he is. Mm-hmm. So if you actually listen to what he says, he's laughing at people all the time, making fun of people on his records all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to be shocked that he's doing it now and he does little sub-disses with them, it's kind of like, like well, you've been following Cam the way... And Jim was also mad because fucking... He said that Cam never came out for his shows, never did a surprise performance, never did none of that stuff. It was just all, it was all he was just stressed about his loyalty. So, question I want to ask, because it was just going down on Twitter. When do you think it's time to give up y'all loyalty to somebody? When you're not reciprocating, when you're not getting it back. That's simple. Same, but like how long, I feel like, like the same question is like how long, like, is it a year of not getting the same? Two years? How long does that Like, that it just depends. Like, depending on like, if you... Like well, it's like pretty much like what Jim Jones. He's he's known this person since he was a kid and shit like that. Mm-hmm. In their forties now. In their forties, and he's always was writing for him for years and years. And then when he felt he wasn't getting it back, you know, like when is it time to just say like, you know what, I gotta cut my losses. Like when do you feel like you have to do that shit? Cause I know how he, I, I kind of know how Jim Jones felt. Cause when I was part of that little situation i was a few years ago mm-hmm. i had somebody the main dude was always questioning my loyalty mm-hmm. no matter what i did no matter what i did it was he thought out he would always question my loyalty and i'll just give him this look like who the fuck you think you're talking to mm-hmm. like after all this always hit me up afterwards yeah trying to yeah against each other yeah yeah that's another story but he would always try to question my loyalty and all types of other shit and one thing that just bugs me if you all if you have to question my loyalty after everything i've done for you and shit like that always being there and then you you question my loyalty but then look at someone else that's fucking you over and don't say a damn word about it that it's just like nah it doesn't make sense to me so 
when I see when that type of shit, if I if that's like a red flag in my eyes. So when I have to disconnect myself, is if it becomes very toxic and just you know all that types of shit. But there's steps to it. Yeah. I mean, looking at this situation, if Jim went up to him and was like, I could see how you're joking about a t-shirt like that. And then rather than actually having an in-depth conversation, like, yo, man, like, I need you to chill. But it's like, you just kind of get, you know, quiet, like, oh, whatever, fuck you, all right, man, whatever. I can see how if, unless you bring it to his attention, like, yo, chill on that. He's just going to look at it like, oh, okay, like, he's yeah, in on the joke too. Like, okay, nothing serious. Mm. I feel like, and you can use that as an example. Yeah. Jim goes up to him and says, look, man, like, I'm actually feeling her this way. You know, this ain't some jump off, you know, trying to pursue something. You know, I'm going to need you to respect that. If Cam doesn't respect that, they're strike one. Mm-hmm. So now you got that in the back of your mind. Yeah. Strike two is then you start looking at the music aspect of it. Yeah. And one thing Flex brought up that was interesting and I never even thought of until Flex brought it up was the Ball and Remix. And Cam was on there. on it. He's yeah. just in the video. Mm. So when they brought that up and Jim was like, you know, Cat's just... I just didn't want to see me in the limelight. He goes, I, I, Cam was in there for a reason. You know, I, it was a family. I wanted them there. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you start looking at it from a music aspect before, you know, obviously pop champagne when it's just Ooh. Jim, Joel's, and Freaky. AKA and then, homies over hoes. And then <laughs> Cam is elsewhere with, with uh, Vado at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's strike two. Because now you're looking at it from a music standpoint. And then, obviously, strike three, you're looking at it from a business standpoint. Yeah, taking me off so, songs and all this other shit like that. Right. So, I mean, honestly, when, when, when they announced that they was doing a, a Dips reunion years ago, I was like, I'm excited. This is dope. This is amazing. But in hearing both their stories, they should have agreed to part ways a long time ago. They tried to, they tried to stay together, but it was just... Yeah, they just... it's You know, some people are just as close as you are with some cats they just they not supposed to be there till the end mm-hmm. some, some you just lose along the way I mean, yeah just, it is what it is cats grow apart pretty much and uh i feel like but i feel like this is all based on cam's ego it's egos both ways that's how i'm looking at it it's, I mean, it's egos. egos both ways but i can i side more with jimmy mm, just on the same point because you he was basically he was getting the dis- guy that that you know they would run to when they, you know, I mean, if you get kicked out of college and you can't tell your grandma, so you got to hide out at homeboy's house, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he don't say nothing about it. He's loyal to you in that aspect. Like, come on, man. Seriously? Seriously. And then we haven't even touched in on Cam's, you know, relationship with Joel's and how that got affected when he sold his contract to Def Jam. See, it's just. So it, it, it's not just, that's why I'm a side side with Jimmy on this. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not just Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It's. Joel's is on his, you know, he's affected by that too. Because when he sold the contract back in 2006, I was looking at it even then, like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? Why'd you just break? Because technically, he broke up Dipset by that. Because technically, Joel's was not a part of Dipset anymore. So that's pretty much on some 50 Cent shit. Yeah. Hmm, no wonder why him It's and... no wonder they were, were seen taking a picture of him yeah. months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both, both fuckboys. They do little fuckboy shit. But, yeah. you know, they need to spread love and shit, man. And that's all we really need at the end of the world. Speaking of love. Speaking of love, hey, my name is Cupid Valentino. It's fucking Valentine's Day. Well, not today. I'm just recording this on a Monday. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is for all the single ladies out there. Uh oh. Don't have a man, <laughs> and you link up with your girls, and, and you have a pity party. <laughs> is that what you? <laughs> you wow. Damn. Basically, no, for real. Like, um, girls just. 
get your girlfriends. If you're all single, you go out and basically keep each other company because Eat a bunch the of next ice day cream. you're going to be <laughs> probably like, you know, drink some champagne, gossip, you know, wow. talk about fuck boys, I guess you could say. <laughs> and, you know, just hang out with your girls. And so that's shit. what you're going to do tomorrow? No, that's today. Oh, today. Today, today is Valentine's Day. Oh, it's the day so before th- Valentine's Day. You link up with your girls. And then so tomorrow you could f- kind of feel a little better. A little? A little, a little. I don't know. I, I haven't experienced it before, but mm-hmm. was it gonna you gonna experience it today? Well, I'm gonna have a little, yeah. Well, because I'm not doing anything Valentine's Day. I'm working tomorrow, but today I'm gonna be with my my homegirl, and we're gonna probably, you know, hell yeah, Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, but what you got? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm pretty much. I have stuff planned. I gotta do bill, pay bills and shit. And JC does too. Question I want to ask. What's y'all definition? Of, I want to talk about love. That's what I kind of want to talk about. Love. Love, nigga. Pause. You won't turn into buddy love. Buddy love. Anyway, I want to, I want to ask y'all these questions. It's going to be okay. like a list of questions oh, for both shit. of y'all. All right. What's y'all definition of love? Now, you, you because you're going to talk Lord forever. Jesus. What's your definition of love, Ivana? Speaking of the mic. Um, love. Love is oh. when somebody loves you for who you are. You don't have to change. You don't have to change yourself. They love you for your, you know, your imperfections and and time. Time. I think time is um, a big factor because it has to be. It doesn't have to be, but I feel like if you've been with somebody for a really, really long time and have gone through the ups and downs and and have stuck by somebody and not just given up when times do get rough, I feel like that's part of love being with somebody for a long time um whatever you know whatever my parents have i feel like i have like a perfect example i grew up with a perfect example of love my parents have been with each other forever they i mean yeah (laughs) like they yeah forever i mean when, when they met they we're courting and then dating or whatever, however it goes. They using <laughs> Let's clap for that. Let's clap had, for that. <laughs> had three children and they're still together. We, you know, there's never been any talk of divorce. I've never had to see anything like that. I've never had to deal with any kind of domestic violence. I've never had to deal with any kind of weird, different shit. You know, it's just. They've always been with each other, and um, that is what I would want for myself, for sure. Uh, just being with somebody that, you know, mm. your best friend. Your best friend. You have fun with them, and it's not always, you know, fighting. It's You're having fun, and just being with your best friend. I feel that. For sure. You. Wow, just me. <laughs> <laughs> you. 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 Um, Speaking to the mic, too, bro. We all know... Damn, my, well, my mic travels everywhere. Niggas can hear me in He has a profound so. voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just talk, nigga. This, in the back of this love connection. Love, nigga. <laughs> um, I mean, we are the basis of love. We, we get it. It's deep feelings, you know, emotional attraction for a person. To me, I define love as that point in your life where you reach that you will do anything to see that person happy, even mm. if it means separating yourself from that person's life because you're dragging them down. Oh, Which is very, shit. very hard to mm-hmm. do because from a selfish aspect, you're like, this person's great for me, yada, yada, yada. But when you finally reach that point where 
you are more concerned about the other person's well-being than your selfish needs. And if you're not dedicated or haven't been supplying what they need and you realize it and you realize you're holding them back and you let them go, that's true love. Okay. That's what's up. So, have any of y'all ever been in love? Yep. Oh, damn. That was quick. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And that was straight to the Quick, point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me yes. ask this question. Have you all ever been heartbroken? Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Damn. For sure. So how'd y'all, how did it heal? How'd you, how, how did it take time oh, for y'all to man. heal? Time. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like we said this in another uh, uh, podcast, but I feel like I've done, I've like had it like, for me, talk to other people or keep myself busy, keep myself occupied and stop thinking about like the heartbreak and talking to my girls. And honestly, like the best way to deal with it is keeping yourself busy because, you know, you have those days when you're like in the in your room and you're just crying and you can't get you're so sluggish. You don't want to do anything. You can't live your life anymore like you used to. You know, you have a routine. Mm hmm. And you just got to get out of that slump. And you have to be active. You have to be doing shit. You have to start, you know, get a hobby. Start reworking on yourself and getting back to, you know, the shit that you used to do. I mean, I hope that you wouldn't lose all of that. But I feel like when people are in a relationship, they stop doing what you shouldn't do. They just stop doing shit that they would normally do by themselves, I guess. you. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But anyways, mm. you should just basically... Keep busy, keep busy, stay busy and, stay and, then, and then work out. Try and figure out what what didn't work. Like, was it you? And if it was you, what you could do to change, and what you won't bring into the next relationship, and figure that out before you get into anything else too. Because then that could that could be baggage, and then you could be fucking with somebody else and bring that in and fuck up that whole situation. Yep. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's just use your your time wisely. How did you been same pretty much the same way? Three years bounce back. Shit. It's a long recovery process. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that, uh, as great as my mom has been as a parent, one thing that I just could never talk to her about was feelings for the opposite sex. Just mm. in, general. in general, when I was a kid in school, it was you don't need a girlfriend, you need to focus on yourself, go to school. So there was no talking about it. So mm. when the breakup actually took place, there's nobody to assist in that because it's just okay get over it you know the move forward you know you, she was bringing you down anyways type of deal mm. but yeah. it's so much more than just that it's a it's like you said it's a whole process you got to reevaluate everything mm-hmm. and i picked up most unhealthy habits like i stopped working out mm. and i started moping, being feeling sorry for myself and moping and then even though it wasn't my fault for why it ended it was like okay well what could i have done better even though look at the situation back like I didn't do anything wrong so there was nothing for me to be pitied myself about yeah um so it definitely took a long time like I said in a, a few podcasts ago I've only been in one hardcore relationship and that was because it took three years to bounce back and after you bounce back that's when you say you know what this is what I want out of a relationship and until I find that I'm not gonna waste my time mm. so I feel that yeah one one time in love one time heartbroken okay well, there's another question. Have any of y'all ever been put in the friend zone? <laughs> or you put somebody in the friend zone or been experienced it? Yep, I've been both. Damn. I've been put in the friend zone numerous times and I've friend zoned women numerous times. You friend zoned women? Yeah. I've done that once. 
It's just not a good... You know, the best way to put it, there's a song by New Edition, You're Not My Kind of Girl. <laughs> Everybody go listen to that song. And that's exactly... That should be your soundtrack. That's exactly how I felt. Like, like man, this... I was telling somebody this. I was like, man, back in the day, when you were telling the girl you weren't really feeling her, like, you didn't have to cuss her out. You ain't got to do none of that. You just sing her a song. That way she felt good about herself when she walked away, even though she pretty much got kicked to the curb. Damn. Like, nowadays, you know, cats just want to be ruthless. Like, you know, I'll fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, I've, uh, I've also been put in the friend zone, which sucks for a little time period. Mm. Um, but bounce back. I actually had an instance where somebody, she put me in the friend zone, and then like a year later, she actually came out and was like, that was probably one of the worst decisions I made. And at that, that point... That sounds good. At that point, <laughs> oh, man, you should have been petty. No, no, because at that point, once you cross over and you tell me, uh, okay, you're like family or whatever... For me, once uh, I hear that, it cuts yeah, off. Oh, it cuts off. Oh. It's, there's not even a situation of all oh, that stings. It's just damn. It, it literally they just cuts off. Like yeah. I have no more attachment. Like to you. fuck you. No, no, it's, <laughs> not, it's, not, it's not even that. It's just you hear it and it's like you think more like oh, okay, oh that's incest. Nah, nah, that. nah, right. nah. And it was one of those situations where she was like, you know, I just don't feel you feel like family. And then she came back a year later and was like, that was one of the most horrible decisions I ever made because I thought I wanted something else. And clearly, that person was horrible for me. And well, Karma's a bitch, ain't it? And so then I was just like, and so I, I didn't. The ego was stroked, so per se, but I didn't be pe- wasn't petty either. But at the same time, I just looked and I was like, that's what's up. Yeah. Kept pushing. Up and I was like, okay. But it's like that fifty cent gift. She expected you to be like, oh, okay, well let's. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, once no. you once again, once you put it in that terms, I'm not looking at it from that aspect anymore. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's over and done with. So have you ever put somebody in the friend zone or been put in the friend zone before? I don't think I've ever been put in the friend zone. No one's ever rejected you? Ever? I don't ever. I don't feel like a lot of women. Well, I don't, never mind. I'm not going to say that because that's nope. going to get me into another Twitter debate. No, just say <laughs> it. No, strategy. say it. Say I it. don't approach men. I've never been like, oh, hey, you look good. Or, oh, hey, what's up? I've you never. You group of friends and then the guys go to the other friend over you. For for me, or like that he just was talking to the yeah, like they just complete like it's ignored like, okay, me. I was going yeah, like, like, they got reject. Have you ever been rejected? Is the real question. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. But I've 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 definitely put guys in the friend zone. How did you handle that? Like, how did you handle that when you put guys in the friend zone? Like, how, how like how did they handle it? How do you handle it? Like, what what's the whole process that you have to go? I asked I asked some of my homegirls this when I was coming up with these questions and shit. Um, trying to think. I just feel like I just won't talk to them ever again. Like, I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God, you slowly just looked at me when you said that. I don't know. I just don't talk to them again. <laughs> I don't know. They'll, like, try to talk to me, and then I'll just be like, oh, okay. That's not uh, a friend. No. That's, that's not a friend. That's dumb, man. No. You can't even still be their friend or nothing, huh? <laughs> Damn. Oh, okay. Well, be the continuous be their friend. Maybe I don't friend zone people then. Because I don't really be friends with them after. Dumpster. Just nigga. Just RK owning them and shit. Just, just like. Be friends? I don't know. I don't know. Hey man, you can't see me. F you. <laughs> F you, nigga. Like, <laughs> damn. 
friends. Though. I just won't talk to them again. I, I, I was like, if y'all would have just saw how she just looked at me, just slowly just looked at me, like I just wouldn't talk to them no more. She got more bodies in the Shit. <laughs> now, how many people have you put in the friend zone oh, throughout your life? Oh. Obviously, I don't well, put people in the friend zone. They're, they're, Not even friends. They're in the dumpster. They're in the dumpster. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> you ain't dead till Ivana says I'm you're dead. I'm hella mad because I really do be like... I, no, because, like you know, dead. this is why this happens. You know? <laughs> no. You ain't dead till Ivana says, says you're dead. I like you. That. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Why'd you look right at me? Oh, yo, like, I think I got feelings for you. You dead. <laughs> oh, oh, no. What were you about to say? No, what I was going to say is that I feel like when it gets to that point because then people will try and talk to me, but I feel so bad that I'll give them my number. Yeah. Uh. Like I always feel. Super Why can't you just bad. give them a fake number then? Because I don't have time for to be. Looking just, at just take one. Just hey, take out. Because they will call you right then and there. They will call you right then and there. Like, are you sure this is not a fake number? I'm gonna call it right now. Or let me go see. Let me. I'm like, no, I don't want to be. That's even more embarrassing. Just say you're not feeling. And walk away. Just walk away. And walk away. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, yeah, no, I've get, done that before. I think people, I feel like I've done before. Otherwise, that you before. get people who you talk to and that you think are cool, and the next thing you know, they in your damn dumpster reel. <laughs> dumpster <laughs> reel. <laughs> dumpster reel. It's different for girls. Gr- oh, I don't know. Dude, it, like, that's why I asked it from a girl's perspective, from a guy's perspective. Because I put a girl in the friend zone once, and it was just like, yeah, I like you, because we were friends for a minute, and she told me that she liked. It. I was like, I don't see you that way. Just sorry. And there's certain... That's like leads to the next question. Do you think guys and girls can be friends without the romantic yes. shit? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it took you so long to answer that question. Because it's really no, but I'm going to just say yeah. Because... It's cause... really no? Yeah. No, no. Ju- Okay, so just... And, okay, no. so spark the debate. Why is that? Because somebody, either one of you are going to end up developing feelings, I feel like. For the most part. There's some, I have a lot of homegirls and the majority of them, I do not feel none. I can literally just look at them and just be like, they'll be gorgeous but too. Like, Stead ass you... gorgeous. And I do not ever, even if they come on to me, it'll be like, exactly. no, they came on to you. no, if, no, if, if hypothetically, oh, if. but I can never see them ever doing it. And if it did, it'll just be like, nah, nah. And they're gorgeous, but never in my life would I ever do that. There's some. I feel like if you're hanging out with somebody and talking to somebody and you're really like good friends with them, you're someone's gonna develop feelings. You're probably coming from a point where you're just talking on the phone with them. No. You consistently hang out with them. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, really? Yes. That's why I said when I have, like I said earlier, two of both my sisters were back. The, uh-huh. Those are his BFFs. It's her Cleo. Uh, yeah. I never had feelings for her. Ever. And I can trust me I when you. How she has feelings for you? No. Hell we, no. We, <laughs> we met through a mutual friend. Um, at uh, at Tres um, downtown, which mm-hmm. people who ain't from San Jose, it's a uh, bar. It's a bar downtown, San mm-hmm. Jose. And from the jump, when we shook hands, both of us said there was no attraction to each other. It was just kind of like, if anything, it was actually the opposite. It was actually pretty scary. You ever feel like you meet yourself in the opposite sex? 
I haven't, but I know that I know that would that be feeling. fucking dope as fuck. We are, yeah. we are each other in the opposite. Yeah. Oh, I do. Fab is my my person. Fab. Fab is like me. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just keep yeah. talking. Just Anyways, keep so talking. Men and women can't be... We hella just looked at... Romance, but you and Fab... You, know? you and Fabulous. Yeah. Huh? We are right. best friends. No, anyways. No, right. I, I say that because I feel like if I'm friends with a guy, I feel like... Well, most of the time, they are usually attracted to me. They'll end up like wanting to talk to me, and that's not cool. Like, I want to be your friend. Like, that's it. Yeah. Mm. For a girl, from a woman's standpoint, yeah. For a woman, it's like, oh, I can't be friends with you because at the, you know, for the most part, any guy friends that I have had, it's like, oh, they like me. Like, okay, well, that's not. Well, you're back in the dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, 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 me neither. <laughs> thank you. you cool. But yeah, we uh, we developed our friendship like right after we met, like a week after we met, <clears throat> and then um, I'll never forget this. The first time we went out, I always joke with her. I'm like, that was the worst decision I ever made. It's because she gets so annoying after a while. She's hella funny though. That's why I want to clear her she's here, so man. Annoying man. Like, and she even knows it too. She says it all the time. Like, she's so annoying. But I always, that's that's my road dog. Um, we went out. We were just clubbing, partying. I was designated driver that night. So she's drinking. And then we're walking out. And then, like, she just stops. She looks at me. She's like, JC, I really love you, man. Like, not in that, like, sexual shit way. Like, you just a cool-ass nigga, man. And I was looking at her and I was like, no you're what? a cool-ass nigga too, man. I came in front. Like, you, you pretty down. And uh-huh. ever since then, like, we just, we've been cool. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, literally, that's, like, the, you know how some people say they're, like, I would want to, I want somebody who's like me, mm-hmm. like, to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I have personal experience with a very, very close friend. Mm-hmm. You cannot be with somebody who's just like you. No, you can't. Nope. You can't. Can't do it. It's like, you're, yeah, you're so, nah. When we talk, we finish each other's sentences, and we were doing that, like, two months into our friendship, and we would only kick it, like every other week that's your soulmate bro oh, like that shit was like freaky yeah, to the point where like literally finishing each other's senses and like the hell and I, after a while i was just like wow that's what i would be like if i was a woman <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> crazy it's so son but well, yeah, last question when it comes to love what's the, i think my mom had me add, add this one she said what's the difference between being happy and somebody making you happy hmm. take your time being happy and somebody making you happy? Yes, being overly happy with yourself and somebody making you happy. What's the difference? Um, obviously, the greater joy is when you make yourself happy. Yep. You're not having to have to depend on somebody for your happiness. Yep. And that's really hard to accomplish, to be honest. Because mm. I know I've, I've been in a place where it's just like I would be that person to like the only way I'm like happy is because if you're in my life or... I don't know. That shit's depressing as fuck. Mm. And then, and, and then, anytime, any, any, and then, anytime you get out of a relationship, you're like, oh, I need to work on myself, and I need to make me happy. But why is that? You got? Why do you? Weren't you doing that from the, the beginning? Sure. I guess. And um, I don't know. I feel like people depend on other people because it's easier. Because you don't have to deal with your own shit. You have like the help of somebody else to deal with your shit. True that. You know what I mean? And um. That's why when you sit by yourself and you got to deal with your dark secrets and dark past or whatever you have that's, you know, crazy, uh, you just get overwhelmed. That's why people want other people to kind of help you get through that. Mm. I definitely went through that in my own relationship. It went from making myself happy to 
if she made me upset, my whole day was screwed. Yeah. Mm. Like my whole nothing, like mm-hmm. my, we could have won the damn lottery. Mm-hmm. And I'd have been like, who cares? Like it got that damn that bad. That's pretty toxic. That damn. Bad. Um it's like it's like Yvonne said, you should be working on your happiness before you get in a relationship, while you're working on getting in a relationship, and even after you're in a relationship. Mm. Your happiness should always be within a priority. Mm. Because once you're happy within, you can spread it everywhere. And when you spread it everywhere, you're not dependent on another person making you happy. If anything, y'all are just sharing happiness from each other and you're bringing it into one pot that you share together. It keeps on flowing. True that. I mean, that's the logistics of things, but does that happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. why, that's why that's really hard looking back like... 10 years ago to now, wow, it's 10 years since. Mm-hmm. Look how far you've grown. Girl, 10 years beard. since her and I got in that relationship. Wow. It'll be 10 years at the end of this month. Hell yeah. Um, looking back 10 years from now and dealing with her versus 10 years later and being in a situation with uh, who I'm courting now, there's a drastic change in my thought process. Mm. Like mm-hmm. A real drastic change. Like back then, I, what I thought I wanted in a partner really wasn't what I was looking for, what I needed. Mm-hmm. And like I said, now when you figure out, you know, I need to be happy and I need to make sure myself's taken care of before I can even think of trying to take care of somebody else, you just get a whole different perspective. You get good vibes. She's, she's the exact same way. Mm. Girl thinks like, well, you can be sad all you want, but I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be over here chilling, and mm. you know, I'm gonna laugh and I'm smile. And it's like, and that's one thing that really attracts me to her is like it's an infectious mood. Like she's, she has her down days, but for the most part, she will find humor in almost anything, mm. which is cool because I have a very dark humor, which means I'll find humor in almost anything. Mm-hmm. And it's real cool to have that with somebody, and, and share that. So yeah, yes. you, you just gotta work on. Make yourself happy. Make yourself happy, then you can make the world happy. You hear that world on Valentine's Day? Don't try to buy gifts for your girl if that makes her happy, and try to do all this shit. Just make yourself happy. Love yourself. Matter of fact, Hooters now, has. With that being yes, Hooters. That being said, has is going to give out free wings for all single people. Yes, on Valentine's Day. Now, so you know where the fuck I'm going to be at. Yes, <laughs> because. Old girl is many, many miles away. We're, we're trying to get together, but just stuff got in the way of our plans over the weekend. She's many, many miles away. And, uh, you know, I have pictures of, Taking I can pick off Google, and I can Photoshop myself into them. Oh, and, wow. Uh, That's pretty. I'm going to get my free fucking wings I'm and orders. Wait, wait, you need a picture? Yeah. You need a of picture what? of what? You need a picture of uh, your ex. You need to be, either, you to be with either, somebody? You can either be in the picture or gonna... it's a picture of somebody else. Oh, okay. Oh, I, you know, that's easy. I could just get each. Cleo told me last night, she's like, oh, if you want to print a picture out and then have me write a nice note on the background, let me know so you get uh, extra shrimp with it. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so you actually have to bring something to to this to get entry or yeah. get free. Yeah, you can't just say, yeah, I'm single. I'm single. Oh. Like, there was, there was, some, oh. there was some folks well, who were like. That's good to know. Yeah, it is good to know. I didn't know that part. There were some couples who were like. Oh, yeah, man, your sister told together. me that shit. And we're going to go separately. Separate. And then we just going to make eye contact when we eat and just to let everybody oh, know. And afterwards, we're going to go out. Yeah, your sister told me that shit. I was like, yeah. yeah. Like they were looking for that, too. Like, we just ain't going to pick no people just because y'all hunt some hungry bastards. <laughs> y'all snakes in the grass. Damn, how bad right. you want those wings? Well, I guess I got to do some Photoshop and shit. I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> shit. You got to work hard for them wings, <laughs> Might as well pay for them. <laughs> how bad are you want? <laughs> hey, any questions you wanted to know, Ivana? Anything you want to know? 
You asked all the damn questions. Well, it I was, was going to be uh, Valentine's related. Well, too. you can still be Valentine's related um, if you're on the subject. When did you add all these questions to? That? I didn't even know. I didn't even see this update. See to the notes. You gotta pay attention, bro. <laughs> uh, I think I already asked him because I was going to talk about the Galentines. Well, you already talked about that. Oh, Mm-mm. so if you um, if you don't, what happens if you don't send your or your whoever you're dating on Valentine's Day something or do a dinner or do. Something. I know because she's not here, or have you has had anything in the past where you are with somebody and then they either don't bring flowers or for the other significant other? Like, how you know, serious is the relationship? Yeah. Like, you guys are serious. Serious relationship? Yeah. Like, it's already been explained this is boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Either you just didn't have time or you just do it the were next day. like, do it the next day. Yeah, or the day oh, the day before. Take her out to the day. But I, what, I, what I basically want to know is, like, is it that serious? For guys. Mm, it depends on to how pitch. romantic you are throughout the year. Yeah, to me, Valentine's Day shouldn't be just one day where you showcase your love. Right. It should be just one day. It should be like every damn day. Just because for women, it's really that serious. How is it that serious for y'all? Do y'all I'm really so want a gift? fortunate, man. I'm so fortunate. She's not really tripping off she of it? She hates flowers. And oh. she what? rarely eats chocolate. What? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> when she told me this months ago, hell yeah! Oh my god, you oh, should have seen the look yeah. on my face where it was just fire. Oh, <laughs> 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 so no, it's it's easy for her. Um, she didn't want anything this year just because she's we're still in that process. She's like, yeah. don't don't get me anything. That's good. Um, but in the future, honestly, she's the type of woman where she's like, I'm not gonna wait. For an hour to try to get no damn reservations. Mm-hmm. We're doing Valentine's Day on the 11th. See, like, that's, that's what I was going to get into. Because some people woman. will not. If you don't do it on the 14th. You're going to do it then someday. Then you're either a side chick. When that's in the whole side chick thing. like Or oh, yeah. like you're not. Yeah, like, that whole thing comes into you play. You Valentine's Day. And then today is also known as side chick day. Side chick day. Like you take them. Or no, no the 15th is side chick day. Because it's after. You couldn't even do it before. Okay, it's before and after. Before or after. Before or after. It's just not the 14th. So then you're basically put into... The second option. The second yeah. option or... Yeah. No, we have, a, we have a mutual understanding that should this proceed the way that we're thinking it's going to proceed, mm-hmm. we're doing romance 365. Right. So Valentine's Day for us would just be... Another day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what do women? What kind of gifts should you get a woman for Valentine's know, Day, man, Ivana? What type of gift should you get a woman? Um, it's not necessarily. A, it doesn't have to be a physical gift. It could be something that you do that's like not in the norm. Like the dinner stuff is kind of. That's cliche. It's cliche. If you just do like, let's do something out of the ordinary that you like. Um, there's this place like for me, I would want to go to Top Golf. Like I've been mentioning, if I'm, t- cause I, if you're talking to somebody, you're like, oh, you mentioned like what you want to do. Like, um, have you guys been to Top Golf or heard of Top Golf? There's mm. one in Vegas, and there's actually one close here in, in Santa Rosa. Mm. It's a virtual like, uh, golf place. Yep. If you look at it, I know up, what that is. I know what that is. Fucking dope. I know what that is. Like that would be dope. Like I don't have to go to a a, a, dinner, like a restaurant or Valentine's, um, Valentine's Day is more about material than it is about love. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I would definitely want to do something People just fun. a Snapchat. Just Snapchat. Oh, look what my baby got me. Look what this. Look what my boy. Look what my bae got me this. And bae got me that. And... I wouldn't mind some perfume. I said that on Facebook. Okay. And so. <laughs> and chocolate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, if, I mean, if y'all listen <laughs> to this, y'all can mail. Y'all can I mean, hit I mean, her up on I mean, Twitter. I mean. What's the guy getting in return? Yeah, what's he getting? Um, Something dope. Whatever. You know, some clothes. Maybe some maybe some cologne. I think, it. It sh- I think it should go both ways because girls do not be getting dudes anything. Of course. It's all about guys, them. Guys. But you should you should give something I to your that, guy. I believe that. Yeah, like, come on, man. Valentine's you should give something. One, it's one, not a one, one way. It should be street. one way. That's what Christmas and... No, nah, Valentine's Day is not an unofficial woman's birthday. For real. It works both ways. For real. So if you expect yeah. gifts... Yeah, I'm definitely The only getting... way you have a reason to get upset when you don't get nothing is if you gave something and then get nothing in return. Right. True that. But, right. Because mm. yeah. I know women who want this, this, and that, and it's like, oh, what you going to get the man? What do I need to get him for? I could just, I could just suck him off, and that's it. That's all he gets. I'm, I'm the gift. Oh, yeah. yeah you know what I saw? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so funny, because, like, on uh, Twitter, <laughs> sorry, the girl's like, like, the girl is on her period or whatever, and she's like, oh, got to find another way. Like, I got to find something to give him, because, you know, women will always use, like, the sexual, mm-hmm. like, lingerie, yeah, or, that, you know, that, me, I'm your gift. That don't work for me. No. I, I could get that on a, any Tuesday. For real. Like, like what's, we, the, we, what's that sex? Depth, how is, if we're in how, depth in a relationship like that, and How is that sex going to be yeah, different? Like, I, if we're, if I can get that any day of the week and we've had sex every single day. Even that morning yeah. <laughs> on like, Valentine's Day? I'm, I don't mean like every single day, seven days a week. Right, right, right. I just mean if I've had, if we've had sex every single day of the week in our relationship, how the hell is that? Like, I'm, don't get me wrong. If y'all want to do a nightcap to end that, mm-hmm. mutual, yeah, that, y'all a couple. Go ahead and mm-hmm. do that. But if that's the gift, like. The fuck? Right. What the hell am I going to do with that? I was going to do that tomorrow. I just did that three days ago. <laughs> or the night of the morning of. Like, <laughs> I, no, I honestly agree. I'm like, I don't get how that's a gift. That's like, I, I honestly a thousand percent give girls gifts. For, gifts. Look, look, ladies, some creativity ladies, going. for a man, that shit's more sexy when you just do that shit on a random ass Wednesday that has exactly. nothing to do with the holiday. Exactly. Like, come home from work, and all of a sudden he come home. And there's and no arguments. Just, Dinner's ready. Dinner's ready, and then this nigga go in the bathroom, look back in the room, and there's just you just sit right. down lingerie, like sit down, like niggas will run to the fucking chair <laughs> and sit down and be at your command. You can do more with that than these regular ass days. But see, right, yeah, right, that just right. goes back to the maturity of the relationship. Exactly. Gotcha. You got to mm-hmm. know, you know, mm-hmm. how to please each other, mm-hmm. and you don't need again, like Buzz say. Don't need a holiday to show that. Show that every day. For real. Absolutely. Any other questions? Well, that's no questions. Okay. Saw some <laughs> ra- uh, random shit. Uh, went to the movies. Of course, Busby at the movies. Hashtag that shit. I get my little mini reviews for movies. Saw two movies. I saw the Lego Batman movie. That shit was funny as hell. Yeah. That shit was hell for the first. Like the first, the opening lines of it. <laughs> it said, um, and this Batman real on that. The Batman voice. He says, somebody said, if you want to make the world a better place. Take a look at yourself and make the change. Woo. And it said Michael Jackson. No, no, no. He didn't say that. And it just said Batman. (laughs) 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 The whole movie is just full of Batman jokes and shit. And it's it's fucking hilarious. So y'all see Lego Batman movie. And I think the next day I saw John Wick too. Never saw the first one. You don't really need to see it. But Keanu Reeves is just a badass and shit like that. So go out and see that shit. 
good movies. That's my little buzz. We had the movie little mini reviews for movies and shit like that. And let's see what else was going on. Lenez Tate. Lenez Tate is going to join Power. Lenez Tate, yeah, whatever. Lorenz. Lorenz. Yes, whatever. He's going to be on I Power. I don't say whatever. That's Shut up. His name. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's going to be on. All right, A.A. Ron. Yeah, exactly. That's how you pronounce it. Two A's, motherfucker. Anyway. Yeah, but he's going to be on He's gonna be on season four of Power. Power. Star That's Wars. a power move right there, dude. Mm. I wonder what role he's going to play. Somebody's going to die quick. What if he plays his nigga's brother? Who's nigga's brother? Ghost. Or maybe 50's or brother. Mm. Nah, because they already got 50's cousin. Or maybe a lawyer. Maybe Ghost's lawyer or some shit. I hope he plays somebody's relative. Mm. And then there was the All Eyes on Me trailer. There was a new trailer for that. That comes out It comes out in June, right? I'm like we've been saying this. that ten times. I'm shaking what? on this biopic now. What? The Tupac biopic. Oh, why are you shaky? But it's just a trailer, bruh. Well, it's not just the trailer. I've been following the development of this film since John Singleton had it, mm. which was years ago. Yeah. And when he dropped out, it was like, okay, now there's politics involved, so what's going to happen next? They got the actor. He definitely resembles Tupac, so I felt comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Then they showed a scene where he's walking, and they had the actual outlaws in the film. Oh, yeah, you told me about the outlaws. that. Oh, yeah. When we were talking about yesterday. These niggas is like 40 years old, and back then in the film, they were only like 17, 18, 19 years old. Maybe they're playing drug dealers? No, they're playing themselves. Okay. Well. Because I, because you understand, I am I know a Tupac fanatic. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the scenes they were showing him in, I knew exactly what those scenes were. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, going into the film, I know what scenes there's going to be in. And I'm looking, I'm like... You guys are the forty-year-old outlaws right now. Y'all ain't the y'all ain't the outlaw mortals from back then. Like, why didn't y'all just get actors to portray this? So already from that point, I was already shaking on it. Well, I remember when Letty, that was formerly Ricky Martinez, went. At, I guess when the movie was done wrapped or whatever, and they kind of did like a rough cut of the movie. They showed it to select people. Yeah. And Letty did a review for it, a little mini review. And she said it was. She said it was dope. She said it was good. Game said it was dope, and a few other people said it was I a good movie. I don't have a fear that it won't be dope. It's also, you're looking at it now from a standpoint, we just had the OJ biopic. Hang up. Pick it up. The Hang OJ up. OJ biopic. And, um, there you go. Which took, what, 10 episodes? So you got to die. That's on Netflix, by the way. Yep. And then you had the new edition biopic, which was then three Boy. episodes. Mm-hmm. So you got to see a lot. This one, I feel like it's going to be cut down. I feel like they're going to focus really only more of the stuff that we already know about him versus the stuff that we didn't know about him. Because there's a lot of stuff that even the most hardcore fans don't know about him. Mm. Those fans don't even know that he wasn't even born Tupac and Mario Shakur. No, he's born something else. The same crux. Mm, well, shit. Well, that's Tupac's movie. Know. That comes out in June. And then also, when it comes to more legends, we were talking about Prince earlier. Prince's music is now streaming on all platforms. My mom jumped on that shit. So well, I bet I she did. Him. I bet she did. Because Pr- I said Prince is on Apple. She was <laughs> <laughs> But she got all his music already. Oh, she wanted Apple Music. So what's the... Look, man, she you has... can't tell Stan nothing, man. You can't tell Stan <laughs> nothing. You can't tell my mom nothing. I won't be surprised if I walk in your mom's house and she has like a Prince replica statue just standing you know, there. You know what was so funny. <laughs> Every single time Busby would come over, mm-hmm. my mom had something new. From, from Prince. Prince. Yes. Shut up, really? Yes. She had a poster. A guitar. She got a guitar that he actually played with. And then during the Super Bowl. Then with. during the Super Bowl, she comes in after the halftime show and goes like, 
2007 was the best halftime show of all time. Oh and I looked at her and said, 1992. It. Right. <laughs> the mom just stared at her. We all just stared at each other. <laughs> man, you can't tell my mom nothing. Come on, man, you can't tell my mom nothing about Prince. I can't, can't even tell you about Michael Jackson. Exactly. Right? You did nothing. polls last week. You damn right. Oh, Chris Brown ain't no damn Michael Jackson. And he ain't. Like, I didn't, didn't say, say he that. Was Michael Jackson. Exactly. Hey. He <laughs> <laughs> anyway, What's y'all soundtrack for the week? Uh, actually, you ever heard of uh, nope. PMV Rock? No. Sounds familiar. Really? Oh, I think kind of sounds. It, it comes it vague. Comes to mind. Yeah, I finally had a chance to listen um, to this record. Pretty decent. What's it called? Uh, going through the motions. I think I heard that. That title really just going through the motions. But I guess it's it's uh, stylized as a GTTM. Oh, okay. So if you're looking on it or on streaming devices, you gotta look. I guess you can search going through the motions, but it's better to do GTTM. Okay. Um, He's got a track on here called Plans that I was actually pretty feeling. Okay. So. Gotta get a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good job, huh? Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. You gonna play the whole song? No. Okay. Hmm. 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 said the best. He's like a cross. Uh, he's got that Fetty Wap vibe. Hmm. I, I, I hear that. I hear that. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah, what's your theme song, Miss Sanchez? Um, I've been listening to. Have you guys heard of Banks? She's yes, mm-hmm. yes. You've been listening to Banks. Yeah, one of the top yeah. albums in what 2014. Yes. She, yeah. So this is basically from Goddess. from that album. She has a one a 2000 album from 2016. Oh, this, I from what the this is from Goddess. Yeah. Okay. It's actually the song Goddess. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just like I've been listening to this tough. I mean, you were saying that people were saying you were like the goddess with a neck. I saw that shit on Twitter. I was like, oh, but. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to sleep, and I hit you up, and I'm like, yeah, I am a god playing in the background. <laughs> I like you, you did. I didn't know she was from uh, Orange County. She's from, I thought she was from Canada. Oh, wow. Me neither. Feeling unnoticed, you should have crowned her. Cause she 
Listen to Drowning, listen to Waiting Game, just listen to the whole album. Alrighty. Fuck with it. And for my soundtrack, this came out last night. Well, we're recording this on Monday, of course, but it came out last night, right when Adele got her award. DJ Khaled, or title, dropped uh, his first single from his album, Grateful, which is pretty much going to be executive produced by his son. I don't, <laughs> yeah, you I say don't that. know. But, oh, that's his son on the show? Yes, that's, that's his son. son. But somebody breeded with DJ Khaled. Yeah, he has a yeah, wife, bro. He Snapchatted it in remember? Yeah. When was this? I think in the it. summer. I think. Yeah. He I'm was on Snapchat while the baby was being born. And he was having his album played in the background and oh, shit. Oh yeah. Remember yeah, he was yeah, like yeah, staging? Yeah. I think you were in training camp or some shit yeah, or you were yeah, away okay. having a life. Yeah. But, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but right yeah, but the yes, the song is called Shining and it's featuring the Carters, Beyonce and Jay Z and like, yeah, it was this. Anyway, but the best, I think the best part of that song is Beyonce killed it, but, and the beat's cool, and Party Next Door wrote it. He wrote the song, not the oh, rest. Nice. Da, don't, just like, just call him Party Dog. I don't know what he no. did to you. I don't know what he did to you. He didn't live up to his full potential, so he kicked back around the block. Anyway, but yeah, listen to Jay-Z's verse on Shining. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! Don't. Don't. Try to. Try to. Hold me. Don't. No. Don't. One ain't enough, I need two. And then I miss the ace with the deuce. Hit a triple double in the garden. Hug on my left wrist like I'm hardened. Ran to the dealer, boy, twin Mercedes. The European trucks for the twin babies. Don't let me have a son, I'm a Send them to school and all my trucks. I want a boy and girl to fight for truth. Whatever God give me, I'm cool. I've been winning so long, it's like alchemy. I've been playing cards with the house money. 21 Grammys, I'm a savage nigga. 21 Grammys, I'm a savage nigga. I should even work back with niggas. 12 solo albums, all platinum nigga. Hey. I know you ain't out here talking numbers right. I know you ain't out here talking summers right. Harvard. I know you walking around talking down. Harvard. Saying bullshit when you a runner right. Plain Paddock Ben had it. Flooded when I got it from Cali. That was just a thank you for his last year. Next year, gonna have to buy a pallet on it. And alrighty. And on that note, that is episode 30. I did this shit for 30 episodes with a few halfers and a few, you know, other little side episodes. But I've done this 30 plus times. Still another round of applause on this motherfucker. Let's do it. 30 episodes. Right. I want to thank JC. I want to thank Ivana. I want to thank everybody from around the world that listens to this album. If it's one of y'all, two of y'all, leave comments. Subscribe. I said listen to this album. Listen to this album. Listen, listen to this album. <laughs> listen to this album. Listen to this podcast. Everyone that everyone that listens to this podcast on a weekly basis, I thank y'all for the retweets, the reblogs, anything. Thank y'all. But um yeah, signing off, give all Twitter handles. It's Mr. Busby 40 with the lowercase O eight. JC no hundreds. It's you know, JC no hundreds! At JC uh, Hunted. I'll be on hiatus. Oh, yeah, you can follow him. Holla, but... holla at me. You know? Holla, holla. <laughs> holla, holla, holla. Probably get back to you in April. <laughs> you know, and, you know there's you, Ivana. Ivana Mama, Y-V-A-N-N-A-M-A-M-A. Yeah. Hell yeah. But, Hell um, yeah. yeah, that was episode 30. For 30 more, 20 more, 
Aha. Peace. Yeah.